You're listening to Seattle Real Estate Podcast. So here in the city of Seattle, we have literally gone from defund the police by 50% right now. I mean, that was that was what was on the entrance signs to CHOP, right? Defund the Seattle Police Department by 50% right now. Two, you know what? If you're a police officer making a lateral move into the Seattle Police Department, we will pay you up to $25,000. If you're a 911 dispatcher, we'll we'll be willing to pay you some hard cash for that as well, up to $25,000. So how did we go from defund the police by 50% to, oh, we're going to pay you a hefty chunk just to come on board. I mean, 25 grand, that gets you a decent used car, right? I mean, this this is a crazy turnaround. Did we see this coming? Did, did we see this coming? We did, didn't we? Because the whole defund the police thing, that was just ridiculous. Even in a city like Seattle, our mayor, who's the mayor? She was always kind of like, yeah, defunding the police, mm, yeah. I don't, I don't think so. To be reasonable, and we're reasonable here, she never came right out and said, yeah, let's defund the police. She also didn't support them, though. She didn't support them. And that's why you've got so many police officers that have left. It's never really been about the cash. It's been about lack of support and going to a job that you've been just basically demoralized on. And why wouldn't you go take a lesser paying job in a in a city that really appreciates what you do for a living, which literally puts your life at risk? I'm not in love with the police, but look at the job they're doing. Look at the firefighters. Look at the firefighters in New York. You know, a couple thousand of them, they're being let go. They've gone from heroes to zeros overnight, right? I mean, just ah, first responders, greatest people ever to, yeah, you know what? If you don't get the jab, <laughs> you're out of here. You're fired. I mean, you're just, you're yesterday's hero, not today's hero. You're today's zero. That's literally what's going on. All right. Before we jump on into this $25,000 in hiring bonuses, if you're new here, welcome. My name is Sean Reynolds. I own a couple of real estate companies and I read the news that you want to hear from that perspective, real estate guy and dad and a bunch of other stuff. Hard rock aficionado. What? Seattle to hiring of hiring, Seattle to offer hiring bonuses up to 25K. As hundreds of unvaccinated city employees are placed on leave or facing termination, the city of Seattle will start offering hiring bonuses to Seattle Police Department and 911 dispatch hires to address critical ongoing staffing challenges, Mayor Jenny Durkin's office said late Friday. Interesting, and I'm going to read a Jason Grant's article at the end of this as well. And when you release something on Friday, everybody's so, especially on a holiday uh, weekend, which this weekend was, which is Halloween. Happy Halloween. If you had a, I hope you had a good Halloween. I don't really celebrate Halloween. Get some candy. Kids come by. I think we had six groups of kids come by last night, last night, which was good um, from the standpoint of, there's a few kids coming out, but last year we had a zero because we we're in the heart of the pandemic. So things getting back to normal a little bit there. But to release critical information on a press release on a Friday, that means it just gets buried in the weekend, right? So Durkin announced an emergency order that would provide hiring bonuses of up to 25000 for laterally hired coming from another, so experienced police officers coming from another department 
and 10,000 for newly hired officers and staff to the Seattle Police Department and the Community Safety and Communication Center. Man, there is some recruiting going on for law enforcement right now, isn't there? And what's crazy is, okay, you can you're offering 25 grand for laterally hired and you just sent how many? Like 100 packing because of the vaccine mandates? So where's the logic in this? I mean, if this was a business being run by real business people, they would just be laughed at because this isn't how you run personnel. It's just not. But in Seattle, it's what we're doing. So uh, let's keep going. When residents call 911, they expect an officer to show up. Yeah, that, that is typically how it works. And when they call the 911 emergency line, they expect that someone will answer the phone, Durkin said in a news release. That is, yeah, okay, let's go with that. Hiring, recruiting, and training takes months. And we need to act now to ensure we have trained and deploy, uh, we have trained and deployable staff. You just had trained and deployable staff you let go because of the vaccine mandates. Seattle cannot wait, uh, cannot keep waiting to address the real public safety officer hiring and retention crisis we are experiencing in Seattle right now. Oh, so we're finally recognizing that it's a crisis. What it's going to take is some small mass shooting. And I mean, like, you know, six, seven people in one shot, in one event being shot and police being understaffed, undermanned as they are. And 911 calls taken forever. And you just won't have enough cops to show up. They'll do the best they can with the numbers they're given. But it's going to take something horrific like that, where extra people are going to have to die in order for this to really be recognized as the crisis that it probably is. Staffing in the city and nationwide had been sustained by the pandemic, but took a further hit in Seattle last week when several hundred medically or religiously exempted employees were put on leave to await potential accommodations after Durkin's citywide COVID-19 vaccine mandate went into effect. New York fire experiencing the same thing like this, the same thing going on. Police officers across the country, same deal. You know, a certain percentage of them don't want to get the vaccine because it's a, you know, medical choice and they believe it's their choice to make, not be mandated to keep their job. And so police level, uh, levels of police hires and levels of police officers, especially in cities that were threatened to be defunded or got defunded a little bit, Seattle Police Department got defunded by like 17%, not a huge number. But it didn't help. And we've already had, what, 300, 350 police officers leave. We've had some come in, but definitely not enough to backfill the, um, the numbers of police officers that have left. So now you've got even more downturn on police officers because you basically said, um, if you don't have the job, you don't have the job. And so the reaction is, well, we're going to, we're going to try out 25 grand. And that is, that is, I mean, that is just, that's a lip service because if you were running a real business that way, you would be out of business because you don't have enough employees to get your widgets out, which is public safety, right? So among those on leave were more than 170 first responders from the Seattle police department and Seattle fire department. Mike Salon, president of the Seattle Police Officers Guild, said Tuesday that Seattle Police Department's understaffing problem is less a product of the pandemic and due instead to a lack of political support 
for police from the city, which he says began in the wake of protests surrounding the murder of George Floyd last year and is highlighted by the recent vaccine mandate. We've been following here in the Seattle Real Estate Podcast, we've been following the number of police officers. And at last count, I think it was like 1,048. And we need like at least 1,400, if not 1,500 to provide adequate public safety for the the streets of Seattle, adequate public safety. And why do we care about public safety on a real estate podcast? Well, communities that have better public safety, they tend to have better communities for people to live in. That's just how this works, right? People feel more comfortable when they know if something bad happens to them, they can call 911 and 911 will be there lickety split on the spot. Right now, you might get a delayed, you might get a response if something really bad is happening to you. If not, police may not be able to show up because they're understaffed drastically. And a lot of what politicians are saying here in Seattle, including the mayor, is that, well, we've got, we've got these other, you know, we've got abilities to bring in officers on from, uh, you know, we're going to do overtime, we're going to cover shifts, we've got, you know, we've got stuff going on that's going to mitigate the the impact of this. That's not a long term solution. Long term solution, you need some more cops. Oh, yeah, oh, we went from defunding 50% to oh, are there any police officers that would really enjoy being an officer here in the Seattle Police Department will pay you 25 grand. I mean, what a flip flop, right? The defunding narrative and the lack of political support has led hundreds of police officers to leave this, su- this city, Salan said, noting that the department is under an emergency staffing procedure. We're like level three in that, which is, you know, they, they've basically, they've got protocol for, okay, we know we're short, so how do we make this happen? I got to bring everybody in on overtime. So, and that's why I say this is not a long-term solution. The long-term solution is hiring more police officers Who's going to want to be a cop in Seattle after what's happened the last 18 months? Who's going to want to do that job? Nobody in their right mind. If you have the option to go somewhere else and get paid, you know, somewhat similar, because a 25 grand bonus and then have to deal with the abuses you take as being a cop in Seattle, I don't know. I, I don't think you're going to have a lot of officers saying, oh, that's a good idea. Sign me up. Let's go. We're already at a staffing crisis. And then the mayor decides it's a good idea to enact a mandate. And now, since that mandate, we have 100 more officers not working the street. That's not good. 100 officers. Salon said late Friday that the union would issue a statement in response to Durkin's order on Saturday. This was last weekend. According to the mayor's office, more than 250 officers have left the Seattle Police Department in the last two years, causing slower response times and reducing the department's capacity by over 300,000 service hours. According to Durkin, the decision to award hiring incentives came after the Seattle City Council did not consider the mayor's proposed ordinance in July, which was, would have restored funding to the Seattle Police Department and reinstated 2019 council-approved hiring incentives for the department. I do remember that, and that was a thing, and so that's why I say, all right, the mayor's kind of gone down a little bit different of a road than the defund by 50%, but so this this is on the Seattle City Council as well. This is on council. Hey, what were you guys thinking? Because uh, you certainly weren't thinking about your citizenship and their own public safety. 
you weren't thinking about that. And here you are, and now something really bad's probably going to take place at some point in time. And then everybody will be like, oh, that was really not a good idea what we did there. We need some more police officers. How are you going to do that? 25 grand, I don't think that's going to cut it. Hiring is a challenge for every law enforcement agency right now, and most are offering incentives to attract new members, Diaz said in the release. Permanent interim chief, uh, Adrian Diaz, did a podcast. Um, who was it? City of Austin had a big billboard out. Hey, police officers from Seattle, come on down. Spokane. No, Spokane Police Department had a billboard in Austin. That's what the deal was. They're looking to hire cops. They they respect police in 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 Spokane, which is a city just to the east of east of the mountains here in Washington. And they've gone on a real push to try and bring in officers from cities that have basically just said, "Yeah, we don't really respect the job that you do here. We like our public safety, but not enough to not defund you by fifty percent." These new hiring bonuses will level the competitive playing field and will allow the Seattle Police Department to attract the highest caliber employees we need to protect and serve all people of Seattle. That is some nonsense. I'm just going to say that right there. That's not going to level the playing field. Nobody wants to be a cop in Seattle right now. Um, and the damage has been done and we're just going to have to work our way out of it. Then unfortunately, something really bad, like a really tragic event, I think is going to have to happen before people are like, oh, oh, wow, look at Seattle. What a train wreck there. I mean, a lot of us already feel like, oh, we are really on the precipice here of something, you know, not good happening. And I don't want to be a fear mongerer, but when you just look at the numbers of police officers, you have a major event happen. You don't have enough coverage in the, in the city right now. And those are per FBI numbers. Not that not the FBI is the be all and end all, but they've got guidelines. And we are way below those guidelines for how many police officers you need in a city of the size of Seattle. All right. Here's that Jason Rantz article. Mayor quietly admits Seattle police staffing crisis, but it could be too late. All right. That's kind of what I'm saying. And the police department will do its best to kind of get through where they are with the number of officers that are on board. But you need some more because overtime for everybody all the time, that's not how you run the business of public safety, right? Staffing at the Seattle Police Department is a catastrophe. Tell us what you really think here, Jason. The department does not have enough staff to keep this city safe. All right. I I cannot disagree with either one of those items. Seattle Police Department borrows non-patrol units daily to meet minimum staffing needs. You've heard about this. That's where you go to level three. And sometimes you go to that extenuated level four, which is like when we had it chop. When a resident calls 911, they aren't getting an urgent response. It can take a while for operators to pick up. According to a source, it can take up to an hour for non-emergency calls to be addressed. And that's before they even send somebody out. Right? I mean, there, there is no, there's no guarantee you're going to have somebody come. You got a property crime? You might as well be on your own. You might as well be on your own. And that's insane. Mayor Jenny Durkin is finally admitting there's a crisis, but she chose to acknowledge it in a Friday night press release to avoid meaningful media coverage. We talked about that. Given she created this staffing crisis, her strategy makes sense. Her policies, however, have made the city more dangerous. But is it too late? We had a shooting in Magnolia, which is 
pretty nice area over the weekend. Just shootings on the regular and crime like you wouldn't believe. And a lot of the crime not being reported because people aren't calling it in because they know it's a waste of time. Cops are doing what they can, but they can only cover so much. And they're only really covering the worst of the calls. I mean, there's there, there's so many indicators of this being the case. It's it's crazy. Just before 6.30 p.m. this past Friday, Durkin's office sent a press release on how it would address. So we talked about that. Seattle cannot keep waiting to address the real public safety issue. Yeah, we know that. Using her executive authority, Durkin unilaterally moved to offer a $25,000 signing bonus to lateral officers and ten grand for new hires. Um, so let's get down to it. Since last year, at least 335 officers separated from the Seattle Police Department. Many sick of the council's, city council's, constant attacks in a city that embraces far-left anti-police activists over public safety. That's what it is. So... We've got, uh, we have got elections coming up. They are happening like this week. It'll be really interesting to see how that goes because some of them are literally abolitionist. Yeah, let's get rid of everything versus yeah, a little bit more far right, not far right, but a little bit more Republican based, maybe a little bit more public safety. I haven't dealt a lot with that because I'm kind of still working my way through Oh my gosh, what's happening on the daily here instead of, all right, these political figures that are going to have an impact down the road. So the press release completely ignored the mandate caused catastrophe. And that's what I'm talking about a lot here is that you could have had a hundred police officers figure something out, give them some kind of exemption because you need those guys and gals on the street. You don't need them hunkered down because they weren't willing to get the jab. They've been doing their job for the last 18 months. And then all of a sudden, you're just like, yeah, yeah, no, 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 yeah. You guys can't work. <laughs> That's not safe for anybody. Even though the last 18 months, we put you on the front lines of everything and hammered on you and threatened to defund you by 50% and did defund you by a little bit. And we know a lot of you are quitting and we sure like you to do a lot more overtime and really help us out here because, oh, <laughs> Numbers are not good. Durkin sidelined over 100 staff, roughly 99 are uniformed officers who did not want to turn over their private medical paperwork. She could put them back to work on patrol, which they've done safely for 18 months. Those officers joined over 125 other officers already sidelined for extended leave. This leaves the city under 1,000 officers who are considered deployable. The city should be at 1,500 to 1,600 minimum. We're, we're way down. Other cities are the same thing, but particularly Seattle. But Durkin believes it's somehow more dangerous for an unvaccinated officer to work in a community that's over 80% vaccinated than it is to be so understaffed that precincts will go to the entire month of November leaning on volunteers to step up for patrols. I have seen the schedules. I've seen some of the leaked schedules on that. And it's like, oh my gosh, they're just literally hoping that people step in and do the overtime gig. But that's not good either because these, these folks have been going hard and you can't have an overtime gig forever. But it looks like it's going to be that, that way until, what, the hiring bonuses kick in? Oh, yeah, let's go be a cop in Seattle. Throwing hiring bonuses at the problem won't fix it. Officers separating over the last 18 months was never about the money. And we read 
you know, their exit comments of why it was that they were leaving. And it wasn't because they were underpaid because the, the, they were basically hammered on by the city council and they didn't have the politician support from the city of Seattle to back them in any way, shape or form. So they quit and they're going elsewhere. Many of these former police employees left for lower paying agencies just to escape Seattle's toxic political climate, Salon said in a press release. We also have another 100 officers now off the street due to the mayor's COVID-19 vaccination mandate and another 130 officers currently unavailable for service who are out on extended leave. What a cluster. I mean, just the whole thing. Seattle's next mayor will help determine the fate of the Seattle Police Department. SPOG members, Seattle Police Officers Guild members, are working on a new contract with the city. Seattle City Council President Lorena uh, Gonzalez, who is running for mayor, has vowed to cut the police budget and fire police officers. Mm, that's, yeah, that's really what we need to see at this point in time. Good call. Yeah. No. Her opponent is frontrunner Bruce Harrell, a former council president. He promises to fund the Seattle Police Department and hire enough qualified officers to keep the city safe. This sounds pretty cut and dry, doesn't it? This sounds like, well, there you go. I mean, that's what's going to happen. You're going to elect Bruce Harrell. Keep in mind, this is Seattle, right? And public safety, oh, you know, a little shooting never hurt anybody, a little stabbing. It's a big city. We've got big city crime issues. Now, so much of this crime has happened because criminals know they're going to get away with it. And that's it's not just understaffing. It's, you know, the prosecutors and the way we handle things and the attitude in general and decriminalizing things and just basically letting things go. That's where we're at. And that's what's happening. If Harold's lead holds, he, Bruce Harrell, he's the guy saying, yeah, I'm probably going to fund the police department. He may face an uphill battle in helping to keep this city safe. Seattle City Council candidate Nikita Oliver won the at-large council primary and faces a more moderate Democrat in Sarah Nelson for the general. Oliver is a police abolitionist who calls for at least 100% cuts to the Seattle Police Department. Basically, gone. It's unclear what more Oliver would cut if 100% of the budget went away, but one doesn't need to have basic math skills to serve on the council. That's so true. The decisions our city council make are just mind-blowing. Teresa Mosqueda is up for re-election, and her opponent, Ken Wilson, may not pull out an upset victory. Mosqueda says the police department must be dismantled. She even defended a man threatening to murder police. That's true. She did say that. Uh, that was, what, last summer, I think? What's worse... Seattle City Attorney candidate Nicole Thomas Kennedy is a police and prison abolitionist who calls cops Nazis and pigs. I believe those were tweets um, from a while ago where she didn't believe anybody was really seeing her tweets and didn't realize she was going to you know, run for office later and just thought, well, this, this won't come back to haunt me. Here's what I really think. Put those out there. And now those are out there. She believes property destruction is a moral imperative and promises not to prosecute most misdemeanor crimes. And that's how we got here. That's how we got here is just basically letting all this stuff just rip. All right, free needles, free clean needles for everybody. Exchange program. Yeah, you can live wherever you want. Yeah, you can just post up wherever you do whatever you want. Yeah, 
So it's it's going to be super interesting to see how our elections go here. I don't have any real faith that they're going to go in the right direction. But there are some signs here in Seattle that people are fed up with what's going on. I don't think enough, though, to make a change for the right direction that's really going to impact anything. I think Seattle's got a long ways to go. I think Seattle's going to have to have, they're going to have to experience some real tragedy. And I hate to see that because that means people's lives being lost more than likely, or people's being severely injured, or a whole bunch of people being injured due to whatever event. And then the fact of the matter comes out, yeah, we don't have enough police officers to cover an event like this. So therefore, this is why this happened. I think you're going to need to see that. And then you know what's going to be you know what's going to be crazy? They're going to blame the police for not reacting fast enough or you know not not handling things the correct way and the police are basically going to state the same thing they have been, which is yeah, we're getting to what we can when we can, but we're really low on numbers. What do you want us to do? So, uh, you know, a lot of this stuff is to be determined. Are they going to hire any police officers at 25 grand a pop? No, I mean, you're going to get a handful. There's always going to be a handful, right? Let's be honest. Is it going to be enough to bring back the two or 300 or 400 that we need to probably get to a level where we can feel a little bit more comfortable with our public safety? No, absolutely not. That's going to take years. And you've basically just decimated the Seattle police numbers because you felt like, well, this is, a, this is politically, this is where we want to be. And you know, defending, defunding the police. This is really the, you know, this is the battle cry. This is our battle cry. We don't really have a an interim, you know, we don't have a game plan for in the meantime, but defund the police. I mean, that's got to work. It's just, this, this, is, this has got to work out. So far, it hasn't. And now you got fewer police than you need to keep a city safe. And here we are. And there's only a few people that are really talking about it. When something crazy happens, you're going to have everybody talking about it. Yeah, it's not going to be good. And I'm not, I'm not really one of those fear monger kind of guys. I kind of believe in, you know, things will work out for the best. Sometimes they do. Oftentimes they don't. But in this whole public safety thing, uh, long term, this is not a good look. This is not how you want, you want, how, how you want to run this, this deal. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. So, We'll keep covering this, but don't expect a whole bunch of cops to get hired just because there's $25,000 bonuses thrown out there. And 911 dispatchers, I mean, the whole thing is just, it's crazy. But, you know, that's what we're doing here in the city of Seattle. It's crazy time. It's crazy talk. All right, that's it for me on this one. Thanks so much for being here, part of the Seattle Real Estate Podcast. I will keep you updated on this one for sure because it's there's going to be a lot of updates. The pickings are just easy for me here in Seattle, right? Just pick a topic and it's like, oh, that's not going to work out. Hmm, you can see that one coming from a mile away. Well, that's not good either. It's what we're doing. All right, thanks again for being here. Till next time, we'll talk soon. Bye for now. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel and hit the notification bell so you'll know when our next video is out.